listening to T-O-S-E, The Other Side Enterprise, where we are committed to bringing you to the other side, taking you from dreams to possibilities and on to reality. Listen in on talks for business and life coaching starting right now with your host, Tiffany Rufino. Hey, welcome back, everybody. You're listening to The Other Side Enterprise, where we talk about all the things. And I am here with the Harry to my Sally, Mr. Rufino. Say hi. Hi, and uh, I'll have what she's having. <laughs> right now, I'm just having a glass of water, so you can enjoy that. Okay. Water is good for you. Yeah, Alkaline it, water specifically is good for you. I am obsessed. Just throwing that out there in case anybody that makes alkaline water is listening, because <laughs> <laughs> I drink a lot of alkaline water. Yeah, alkaline water is a big hit in the Rufino household. For sure, for sure. So, I have exciting news. You ready for it? Exciting news. I'm I almost want to do like a uh That's as close as I could get. Unless you're talking about like (laughs) (laughs) That's for after. Yeah, that's for my bad jokes later on. Um so we are almost at five hundred downloads. Ooh. How exciting is that? That's awesome. That is awesome. And really the majority of it has been um well, it's kind of equal this year versus last year, with the exception of we have two podcasts, and now today will be three, uh, in versus last year, I think we had maybe nine. Quite a few, in. yeah. Yeah, so uh, we're probably a little more popular this year with the amount of people that are listening. So thank you for everybody that has joined us, that has subscribed, that has given us uh, five-star ratings, which is what we're holding right now. So that's super exciting. As you know, I I look forward to all your feedback and thoughts and ideas. And um, I know a couple of you have reached out and have been interested in wanting to join the podcast, uh, especially now during the quarantine period, you know, where we have uh, the ability to do it over the phone and do phone interviews or phone conversations and topics. Uh, we look forward to planning those in the future and um, hopefully well, be able to do them in person uh, versus over the phone once this whole whole coronavirus COVID-19 passes. Um, what crazy times that we're in. So yeah. today's topic was suggested by a listener and uh, just for um, that person's privacy, I'm not going to speak to their name, but it was a topic that I immediately felt like, ooh, I, I could speak to this. And what's funny is, is that, you know, Jeff and I don't write scripts for the podcast. We just have a conversation about whatever topic we're talking about. And so the topic that we're going to. That's talk- correct, comma, Tiffany. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> and so I've been saying the word too many times. And now I feel like I'm saying it wrong. You ever do that where there's just one word that you repeat over and over again. And then you're like, am I spelling that or saying that right? Yeah, that. that- <laughs> That's a common thing with me. So today's word is brought to you by... Now, today's word is betrayal. Did I say it right? Yeah, that sounded right. Betrayal. Betrayal. Why do I... (laughs) Betrayal. I don't know why I'm struggling with that. I feel like I'm saying it as B-E-T-R-A-I-L versus the way that it's supposed to be B-E-T-R-A-Y-A-L. Um, but either way, so betrayal, you, you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> the definition uh, is the action of betraying one's country, a group or a person. Um, also treachery, which I Ooh, find interesting. I like that word. That's a good word. It's a great word. A word that's not used often enough, which could be a good and bad thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I think the intention of what we're going to talk about today, uh, before we hear from our sponsor halfway through, Limitless Adornments, um, is the different kinds of betrayal, whether it's business, personal, or or whatever else. And then um, a little later on in the episode, we're going to talk about how do you move forward from betrayal, depending on what the scenario is. How does that sound? I'm, I'm with it. Okay. I am signed on. Signed on. Good, because you don't have a choice. Um, so moving forward, <laughs> Let, let's talk about business um, and betrayal in business. Have you had any experiences uh, with a business where you felt betrayed? And what did that look like for you? Yeah, I, I've worked um, for organizations where I can think of one off the top of my head. Where I we won't did, say the name of the organization, correct? Yeah, okay. they, they are the circle, but with with or whatever the organization X, and I did a lot of work creating a new space, a new new line of business for that organization, and then when it came time to uh, for me to take that line of business over, it got you know and. Truth be told, the whole time that I'm doing this, it's it you know I'm getting fed the information of yes, this is going to be yours. You're building it for yourself, and you're going to take it over. And sure enough, because it's the corporate world, when that occurred, when it came time to uh, pay the piper, so to speak, it got pulled away and sent somewhere else. Hmm rug right you know you feel like the rug gets pulled out from under you well that's i'm glad you said that because my next question was going to be you know it's so important in people that speak about business to separate your emotions from the business right yeah but a lot of times you're so invested in the business a because you created something for it so that Mm -hmm. piece that you created is your baby and you want to see it succeed um or it's just it could be other things it could be the length of time that you're at the company or the people that you're with like all these things create loyalty and emotions so how did you feel when that was happening to you deflated i think is the best word um you I felt almost like, why am I investing all of this time uh, and and getting nothing out of it, right? Um, what did you want to get out of it? At the time, I wanted to. I wanted the spot. I wanted the um, the promotion, the prestige. Not so much the prestige, but like I like the I like the feeling of forward movement. So. I don't like sitting still in one spot. You know that. And so if I'm doing the same thing over and over again, I start to get bored and I start to feel like I get I get stir crazy. So the idea of being in a new position, being in a new spot, that was part of my goal. What I didn't see at the time was that I was getting experience for future times when I would have to do the same thing. Mm. So there was a plan for you that you couldn't see because you were blinded by what you thought the plan was going to be? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Did you ever communicate that to, uh, for sake of purposes, um, your leader at the time? Oh, yeah. Uh, Okay, so how uh, did you do that? Because I think that's a challenge, and it's a good thing to talk about. How do you bring up something that you're either pissed off about or uncomfortable with or whatever to the person that's above you? 
So the reason that like it takes a lot for me to classify something as a betrayal only because I don't like classifying myself as a victim. So when somebody does something to me, I, I generally like to deflect it and brush it off and move through it. Well, also, you're and sorry to interrupt, but you're also one that has said before you practice empathy. So you're not one to really feel when it comes to business. You understand and and are more analytical in that sense, yeah. where I am the complete opposite. It's like left brain versus right brain in this room right now. <laughs> Correct. And so in this in this kind of uh, back I could have called us pinky and the brain. Oh, my sorry. Goodness. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That'll be for another another day. That's perfect. <laughs> so, it, d- during this whole time, I, w- I made very clear to communicate very specifically what my expectations were and the communication that I received from my leadership at that time was, yes, exactly what you're expecting is what you're going to receive. Um, which is why I would say this is where I would classify that as a betrayal because in this case, you're communicating to me that I'm receiving something. And then when it comes time for me to get it, that's when it gets pulled. Not so much that I'm coming in thinking like I deserve it because if it was something, because if the communication had been different at the time and it was like, hey, we need you to build it. We don't know what's going to happen with it in the future. And then it got taken. That's part of business. That's that's what happens, mm-hmm. right? But when you when you're being when the expectations being set that something is coming your way, you you make plans according to that. You you think a certain way, and you know. And we talked about that on a couple of podcasts ago: planning versus expectations. Yeah. Right. And so when both of them meet. You know, you plan for it, so you have every right to expect X, Y, Z to happen, and it doesn't. That's where the emotions can bubble up because it's not one or the other. It's both were set up and aligned, and then the result wasn't what it was supposed to be after all the work. Correct. Okay, so then going back to it, how did you communicate that to your leader? How did I communicate? Your disappointment or your your emotions at that time. At the time... There were some choice words, um, but did you have that relationship where you could speak that freely with your leader? Yeah, I tend to I tend to cultivate those. I'm a, I'm a weird one when it comes to that. Like, I don't but, think that's weird. I think that's human. But at the same time, you know what? Let me reserve the end of this scenario for a little later for, on for later in the show. Okay, only because it it. it delves into how do you get how do you get past it how do you move forward and can you move forward Look once at you, you decide? planting a teaser i like that i'm yeah. very curious okay so all so right, right. in that in that vein let me turn around on you uh-huh. and just say how about you have you had scenarios like that where you would consider you've been betrayed and you know what let's open it up it doesn't necessarily have to just be business i i do have a scenario that's in mind that's business related but Here's what I'll say. Um, I speak a lot about my time working uh, with the pharmacy in New York. And I speak on that because that was one of my first jobs. So it, it definitely imprinted and impacted me in a certain way. And also in that place of business, I learned so much that became my foundation for uh, my role in business. 
whether it was mistakes or whether or whether it was great things. And, you know, I was in customer service. I was a retail associate. I was in the pharmacy as a pharmacy, just, uh, you know, a, a salesperson there. And then as a pharmacy technician, and I was working my way through the different levels and things like that. So what I'll say from one of my experiences there is that there were two pharmacists there, both gentlemen. One was um, older, one was uh, probably middle age, and I am still, I don't think I'm even 17 at this point working at the pharmacy. And I admired them so much. I felt it was really cool to be working next to these two men who were professional, who, you know, were there to help people, who were there to mix and do chemistry and provide the medication. It's a little different than it is now from what I understand because they were still sitting there and making the combinations of different cough syrups and um, medications for people. So it was still entailed, which is not saying I'm, I mean, guys, listen, I was, um, I'm born in the 1900s. Okay. So it's a little <laughs> older for me, but you, you worked know. <laughs> at the apothecary, <laughs> right? <laughs> but there's a little bit of magic to seeing that and being behind the scenes of something um, that I always found appealing, right? And so with that and, and knowing that what we're giving to the customer is prescribed to save their lives or to make them comfortable or to protect them. And, you know, you see customers on their worst day, you see customers on like their last day of chemo and, and the last medicine that they need for their pain meds, or you see customers and, you know, you find out that the family member had passed away. I mean, you, you build really strong relationships because these people are coming in constantly, right? So um, not only do I have that loyalty to the pharmacists that I work with because of the prestige that I felt that they had at my young age, but also for the customers because I see them, I'm, I'm the front person, I'm the face that they see at their worst time with their emotions. So I remember one day somebody came in and they uh, asked for their prescription and I got it. And, um, you know, what I always did was I always checked the bag against the prescription that the doctor wrote. Um, not only once we fill the prescription and then put it in the bag, but, you know, I, I make sure it all matches up, you know, and just so I can make sure I'm giving the person the right thing. And so in talking to the person and, and going over the medication, they said that's that's not the medication at all. That doesn't make sense. And I said, oh, it looks like we we must have made a mistake. The pharmacist must have made a, mis a mistake. We'll take care of it. And I didn't realize the pharmacist was over my shoulder. And so he said, oh, no, no, no. That's the one with the doctor where they wrote the wrong thing on the prescription. I'll take care of it. Just come back in 15 minutes. And she said, okay. And so I, you know, carried my little happy self, not thinking anything of it, and go back behind the counter with him out of customer views. And he turns at me and he's like a level red that I've never seen before. And he has his teeth gritted and, and like clenched. And he's like, don't you ever tell anybody that any of us made a mistake back here. Do you understand what you could have done? That could have been a lawsuit. That could have been somebody's. And I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm just like stunned, right? Because I'm just like, you're the one that made the mistake and could have killed somebody. I'm the one that checked on it and just saved you and saved this person. Like, cool, we could have worked as a team on this. But now you're pissed off because... I called you out on a mistake. And this was the older pharmacist. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm actually not even sure if he's uh, still around at this point. And so I think the betrayal piece for me was in the integrity that I had for myself then, because I've always had a strong sense of integrity, I believe. Um, but also what I felt that his, you know, schooling and his licensing should have reflected. And in that moment, it wasn't there. He wasn't his best self, and he showed me that it's not all that it's meant to be. 
um, it was almost like a smoke and mirrors thing where I'm like, you're supposed to help people. And here you are pissed off at me that I just saved you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like I was in tears. I'm like, oh, my God. And then, you know, you have the customer that comes up and your lip is quivering and you're just like, I got chewed out. And it was serious, but you don't realize the impact that that has and stays with you moving forward. The source of that. Do you think that was like, I mean, I I would. The the pressure of the company. The obvious answer is ego. That it comes from. Yeah, of course. Not wanting to be wrong. But as far as on your end, if that happened to you today versus then. Is there a different reaction? Like if I was starting a role in a pharmacy for the first time with the experience I have now. Yeah. I think that would be better left to the next half of our podcast. Hey, other siders. Are you looking for the perfect decoration to adorn your home with? Or what about a seasonal wreath for your favorite holiday? Exactly the way that you want it. Limitless Adornments creates beautifully unique, 100% custom wreaths all year round. Each wreath is handmade and custom made to celebrate your favorite holiday, hobby, or just a place in your home. If you're interested in placing a custom order for your own personalized wreath, look up Limitless Adornments on Facebook, Instagram, and Etsy to make your perfect wreath a reality. Mention the other side to receive 10% off your first order. And welcome back. So we left you with two different things. Jeff's experience with a company where um, he didn't get the planning results and expectation results that he wanted to. um, And that was laid out for him. And for me, uh, my integrity expectation, I guess, was challenged with my experience with the pharmacist. Is that a good way to put it, you think? It's a good summary. Yeah. Um, so I'll start with me and then we'll come back to you. How does that sound? Perfect. Okay. So for me, uh, the first question you asked me was if I had the experience and knowledge that I have now, would I have have had the same reaction that I had? Correct? Yeah. So basically how, or better yet, because we we all know hindsight is 2020. How would you react differently? I would have punched him in his face. No. (laughs) Um, violence is never the answer. Let me just start with that. I'm not promoting violence. Uh, that was just a joke. I think now I would be able to reply in that moment. I couldn't. I was so choked up and I was so, um, worried that I made a mistake, worried about my job because this was like my first real, real job. Um, and, you know, I felt at the time that I was in the wrong and that's how I was made to feel. So at this point in time, knowing what I know now and the things that I've learned, um, you know, from a lot of leaders that I've had is I would have asked some questions and maybe I would have done that when emotions had died down because I could tell from the coloring in his face and his aggressiveness that clearly he was embarrassed and he was covering up for it with anger. And um, there was a fear there. Uh, you know, him being the elder of the two pharmacists, you know, and closer to a retirement age, there may have been things behind the scenes that I wasn't aware of that could drive that emotion and fear of, you know, where his job would lie if somebody found out that he did the wrong thing, that he made a mistake, right? Um, so I think I would have I would have said, listen, fix this for the customer and we'll talk about it later. And I would have dismissed it with the confidence I have now. I didn't have that back then. 
And so back then, um, what I did was I, I had, this is the learning that I took away from it. Um, and again, I keep repeating that it was like my first real job, but this is where you can look back and just like you said, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? And you could see the things that you've learned. So in that moment where you're upset and your customer facing, I had to learn to suck it up really quick and not let my emotions overtake how I was going to take care of the next customer that was coming in. Because no matter what, the customer coming in is coming in from medicine because they're sick. And so anything that I'm feeling in that moment from my boss is no worse than what the customer that's coming to me for is feeling, right? So I have to be there for them. That's my role. I have to be professional. And that's what I did. So that was a big learning lesson for me is how to be, stay on stage, even if you're going through things with management behind the scenes. Because at the end of the day, customers don't care about what you're going through behind the scenes. They care about what's in it for me right now. Um, so let's, let, let's go to you for a second. So we were talking about how you told your uh, leader or manager at the time that you were upset with them. So... Me telling them that I'm upset with them wasn't as important <clears throat> as what I took away from it. And even though at the time I was upset, what I took away was that, A, I had to do some soul searching and decide for myself, can I still be a part of this organization feeling betrayed the way I do? Mm. And once I made that decision of whether I could or couldn't, if I can... Then we have to learn from this, but not dwell on it. So I can't sit here and be, you know, one of those employees that's just angry at life because the company owed me this and they didn't give it to me. That's not going to help me. That's not going to help them. That's Do you consider that entitlement? It's not entitlement. It's, I would say... It's more akin to resentment, like towards the company or towards the person that asked you to take on this task. I say towards the whole situation, towards the company, and mm. it may manifest itself as towards individual people um, in some cases who had no control over the situation. But to bring it back to what, what you said, planning versus expectation, what I do now is if I'm in that same situation, I take out of the build-up phase what I can, what I'm able to control. So there's no guarantee that if I'm going to go through a scenario and build up something, or if I'm going to go through a scenario and um, assist another group or help with something, that I'm guaranteed a spot or I'm guaranteed a position or a job or whatever. But what I am receiving is experience. I am uh, receiving learning exposure, lessons. learning, uh, networking opportunities. All of those things are things that I can take away that can help me in, in the next go around. And you know what's interesting? Like when I think in relating that to my experience, I couldn't see big scale like that because of how new I was to working. So I couldn't see a bigger picture or even think about, you know, all the different ways that um, made me feel the way that I did, which was really honestly terrified and, and sad, like to have somebody berate you like that, um, that, you know, was kind of intimidating. But um, it wasn't the company that did that. It was him. 
And so in that moment, I, it wasn't like, you know, I'm going to leave this job and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. It was no, like we need to figure out um, something because A, it's going to be a while before I could work with him. Um, but B, we need to have a conversation about what happened so that you teach me and not uh, fault me for your mistake i have no problem owning my mistakes i've done that plenty of times but you know at the same time like how do we have like you know a communication that works for both of us um unfortunately for me that day i couldn't walk away from working with him it was a sunday and we worked all day together um so again looking back lesson learned um how do you move forward and how do you not uh feel like this is your last day with the, with everything like you have to change, you know, your future. And so moving forward with this person, we, I think now I could put it into words. I wouldn't be able to put it into words for you when I was 17, but I had to realize that it wasn't me against him. It was me and him moving forward with what works best for us. And that's how we had to overcome it. So, um, is that what actually happened? Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, I I stayed quiet. The silent treatment was the way that I chose to take at that time because, honestly, I was speechless. And I was just like, let's get this day over with. Let's just take care of the customers. And, um, you know, after he had a Snickers bar or whatever, his attitude changed a little bit later and he softened up. And I think he realized he was emotional in the moment. He did apologize. And we did talk about, okay, so how do we get better moving forward together versus um, how is this going to turn into a complaint for him or me telling like everybody in the store because I need to be validated that I wasn't wrong. Right, because that's really how rumors and gossip spread. Is that yeah. people are looking f- to feel like, did I do that's the right so, thing? Did that's I so do the common. Right thing? That's such a common thing that, that people because go it's a to human everywhere, thing. except for the the source. Well, you know, it starts with the family. <laughs> it, it starts in families, right? So you know, think about being at the dinner table and you have your siblings and everything like that, and think about um, you know one sibling is being spoken to by the parents, and then they're turning to their other siblings for like support and you know. But you do that all the time, or you did this too, right? I mean, we've all done this before, and they're looking for validation. It's it's how we all grow up, and and I don't think it's wrong. I just think it's a, a basic instinct, honestly. It's a it's a way to develop yourself and to grow. Yeah. Um, I could tell you for me in that scenario, I thought and at that time you and I were young and I'm still young. Well, younger. (laughs) Um, I'm just seasoned now, Jeffrey. Well, oh, my God. (laughs) I got the Jeffrey. So at the at the time. I was thinking uh, there were a lot of factors in the, like, we weren't as established as we are now. Um, I'm still the, not established. The, the job at the, at the time <laughs> was more um, something that I couldn't see going away and us being okay. But what I didn't see then that I see now was that at that moment, the writing was on the wall and I was already mentally making plans to for your future to yeah to to not to not to specifically maliciously separate but to go in a different direction got it i think uh you know when it comes to betrayal whether it's business um financial or relationship wise 
if you decide to move forward with, you know, the person that betrayed you, whether it was relationship, uh, you know, maybe they cheated or, you know, they said harsh words to you or whatever form of betrayal that is um, by definition betrayal to you. Um, it has to be you and that person against the problem, not you and the person against each other. Um, because, you know, if it's a matter of the words that somebody said, well, okay, let's sit down. Let's talk about that. Where did that come from? Because that didn't just fly off your tongue. You've been bottling up resentment for a little while and you haven't felt like you could, you could communicate with me. Right. Um, if it's financial, like maybe a same thing, you're in a situation with a partner and they're spending money behind your back or you find like a secret Swiss bank account that you didn't know that they had or, you know, whatever it may be. I think it's it goes it always comes back to communication. What made you feel like you couldn't communicate this to me and um, how do we proceed moving forward? Um, and if you know, how do we not question each other if we have doubts, but how do we bring up doubts if we have it? So that you don't feel like if I had a doubt moving forward after this betrayal, because it's always going to be in the back of your mind, right? Um, I don't know that there's ever a way to erase it, like uh, the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, one yeah. of my favorite movies. There's You just can't do that. But how do I still ask you without you, you feeling questioned or judged or still feeling like I'm bringing up the past in order for me to feel... Like I'm building confidence that we are going in the right direction and for you to feel like, okay, we're coming to a point where I don't have to constantly reassure this person. And if there's not a point that you can come to for either of those, then that's where you got to decide, okay, how this isn't working. What's our next steps? Because maybe that's time you either part with your partner or you part with your business or you part with the financial institution or, you know, it's, it's the sign saying that you're never going to feel okay in this role. So where are you going to feel the best? If you have a hidden Swiss bank account, I'll forgive you if you tell me right now. <laughs> Just, just I was saying. trying to think of some like another language I could speak to you to <laughs> insinuate that I did, but I promise you I don't. <laughs> okay, well, it was worth a shot. <laughs> it was worth a shot. Nicely done. Okay, so um, you know, I think that this might be something that we do uh, a part two later on because I think we could go into a lot of different areas on this topic, and it's still making my mind go. But uh, stay tuned. Look for our next podcast. I don't have dates set yet, but if you hit subscribe, it'll automatically let you know when we post. Um, please give us five stars and some feedback. And thank you again so much for sharing our podcast, for hanging out with us. And I hope you guys stay safe and have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share. We'll see you next time on The Other Side Enterprise.